Okay, it's the Chicago Bears. Dan Hampton, an Arkansas Razorback, played as a Chicago Bears defensive tackle from 79 to 90, elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 02. Ed Obradovich. The U of I, Eli, and I drafted to the Bears in 1962, part of the NFL Championship team of 1963. Glenn Kozlowski. BYU Cougar, who played six years on the Bears, specializing in special teams and wide receiver. Mark Carmen. You, Mark Carmen. Yeah. You're just a sexy young guy that doesn't know a, a damn thing. Welcome to the Hamp and OB Show with Cause, Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage, 720 WGN. Win number four is in the books. That's right. Bears 24, the Jets 10. It wasn't pretty. But they got it done, and the Bears are very much in the playoff mix. Good afternoon. Hamp and OB with Cuz, presented by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The phone number to the show is 312-981-7200. Quick one today with you till 4.30 due to Blackhawks hockey. So we got to jam it in quick here. Hampo, uh, takeaways hey, uh, off the know, top? Hey, wins are always fantastic. We we are so thankful that uh, the NFL uh, schedulers had the Jets uh, come into town. For and, the Bills, little... and the Bills next week. Yeah, we we've, we've got uh we've got a hangover uh, special next week with the Buffalo Bills. But uh guys, you know, hey, hey, we did what we had to do. But this I I'm telling you, John Fox is coaching for the Jets somehow some way. He's on that staff somewhere cause. I'm telling you, that looked like a John Fox coached football team that we're playing today. But more importantly, you know, and I know a lot of fans are not happy with the fact that we uh, are are taking exception to uh, everyone wanting to put uh, Mitchell Trubisky in, uh, you know, the Pro Bowl this year. But uh, we've got issues, and we'll talk about those. But more importantly, we were able to win as a team with a quarterback struggling and our best player on the sidelines. Khalil Mack with his ankle wasn't a part of it, Obi. Well. What I saw to well, first of all, congratulations to the Bears. And also congratulations to the guy who schedules <laughs> for the National Football League next week. We got the Buffalo Bills. Thank you, Lord. But anyway, what I saw today on that football field was there was not a lot of imagination in a running game or in the passing game and how you'd set up and et cetera, et cetera. But congratulations to the Bears. They made they played the dink and dunk game. Pretty damn good today, and they ran the ball very, very well. And I give that to the offensive line. That right side of our offensive line, if you watch the whole game, throughout the whole game, the right side of our line just crushed, crushed the Jets' left left side of the defensive line. That's where Howard, that's where he made most of his yards. I mean, they moved them off the ball so far down, and they never let up. So kudos to the Bears' offensive line. And congratulations again. Now to the New York Jets. I, I, I've, I've seen some game plans that are, are mind-boggling. But just let, me, just let me say this to you folks. We, they played four quarters against the Bears. All you see on Darnold was he dropped back, he dropped back, he dropped back. And they ran up the middle, ran up the middle, ran up the middle. Third what the nine, hell? I could have right. came up with that game plan. But let me tell you what. 
Never once did you see him move the pocket to the strong or to the weak side. And what do I mean by moving the pocket? You go between the guard and put it basically on top of the tackle. Never once did you see a sprint out to the strong side or to the weak side. Never once did you see a bootleg or a naked bootleg to the strong or to the weak side. They stayed in that formation for four games. Thank God, whoever that dumb backside coach is they have, my God, never once do you try in an offensive game plan to move it out, go downfield, and try to win a football game. And I'm telling you, that's what the Jets did today. We might have to put you on New York radio, OB, let you fire up. They would, yes, they, I'm telling you. They would listen, be upset. They, New York's upset. I sit I guarantee there and watch that. it. I, I, it's right in front of you. My God, how could this? How stupid could you be? I want to rewind back to uh, where you started off on the Bears with uh, the running game. Jordan Howard. Offensive P- line. Yeah. Did it all. Give Jordan Howard his dues, whatever. But I'm telling you, our offensive line, that's the most valuable player or players of the game was our offensive line. They moved those people any way they wanted to move them. Kazi, 22 carries for Jordan Howard, 81 yards. People have been complaining <laughs> he wasn't getting the football. He certainly got it today. Yeah, and it was a smart game plan. Actually, you know, when you're when you're going against a team like the Jets and they're doing what they're doing, you run the football and you just say, uh, you know, we don't believe you could catch up. And truly, if he'd have done that against the uh, Packers at the beginning of the year, um, they would have won the game too up in Green Bay because they would have run out of time. So maybe we there is a progression, though, but there is a progression or learning curve that you know Nagy's starting to at least understand on how to put yourself in a position to win. But know, I thought he was an offensive coordinator, uh, a coordinator that knew that running the ball is you know critical. But I digress. Let me let me just say before we get into the callers, and again, please give us a shout and um, let us know how uh, this little jewel of a uh, of a athletic endeavor came <laughs> off in your mind. By the way, uh, this week, gonna be, oh, you're not going to be critical. Are you? <laughs> by the way. Uh, before we get off on uh, the fact that Mitchell Trubisky struggles throwing the ball at, on occasion, look, before we even say that, OB, you told me that this week head coach Matt Nagy said, don't believe your lying eyes. He's not throwing the ball poorly. Um, <laughs> it's He's throwing, throwing it great as far as he's concerned, right? I, just let me tell you folks something. I'm watching television. I believe it was Monday night. It might have been Tuesday. Right around five twenty-three, you know, in the evening, and I'm watching one of the sports programs, and they interviewed Nagy, and he said to the fans, to the pundits, "You people are not seeing the right thing." Right. He says, "You're not." Mitch Trubisky is on target. I see it through my eyes, and every pass he's thrown, so to speak, he said. Every pass he's on target. You people can't see this. If I had a baseball bat, I'd have whacked him right over the head. 16 yeah, he, to How dumb can you be to make a statement like that? Well, then he comes you insult out. the fans? You insult everybody in the press? Because you know? Because you see it better? Well, and the, we don't see it? Well, he's going to back his quarterback. Well, but, the, That's you, clear. There's, but there's ways to do it without of being that ridiculous. Yeah, how about then, you don't even go there for number yeah, one? let it go. Yeah, just let it go and say, yeah, there's things we, we need to improve on. That, that's a smart play by a, a smart head coach. Ha, you know, but he said at halftime, well, he's got to get much more consistent. He's not hitting the right reads. So he actually changed his tune from what he said the week before. He just made a U-turn <laughs> yeah, he, in six days. He realized, days. okay, well, maybe they are seeing what yeah, uh, I maybe wasn't the kid, seeing. 
missing our receivers by quite a bit, maybe. Well, he had a, in the second quarter today, Trubisky was two for nine for 17 yards. He, I mean, yeah, he had a bad, he had a he, bad first half, actually. Right. He struggled. It, it was woeful. Now, they were, there, there was some t- discussion about the weather conditions at Soldier Field. We had some rain. We had some wind. It wasn't ideal to throw the football. Anybody want to buy into that? Will you please? I'm just telling you what they're saying, Ob. Again, it's you're bad weather. They, they are insulting the the fans of Chicago. That wasn't bad. We know bad weather. That wasn't bad weather. That was ideal. Yeah, he just he listen. He was inaccurate, and he was in the first half. He but what had, do we got to make excuses? Come on, throw the ball. Right. He had a he had a tremendous third and fourth quarter. He did. I mean, let's give the kid credit. He went out there, he was more accurate, and part of it was because they started to run the ball, and now he would pull it back up and hit the guy up the seam or just behind the linebacker that was coming up. So, we created it by being more innovative offensively. You allow the kid to maybe throw and hit some spots that he was struggling with earlier. Okay, and is it my fault that the graphics folks on CBS... Had a graphic in the second half. It said after he had three little dump off check down passes completed. It said Trubisky three straight completions for the first time today. <laughs> that was about three seconds before he, he threw it about three twenty out, yards right. out over everybody's head out of bounds. And I'm just saying, come on, you, and Obey, you like to say this beating the Jets. That is that what we wanted to do when we started this thing back in July? No, we want to go and win in the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl. And a quarterback that throws the ball that poorly is going to prohibit you from thinking that way. I'm telling you, we folks, we're going to have a difficult time uh, with this kid. I, and 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 if we get close to getting in the playoffs, there's going to you're going to start playing the better teams. You get in the playoffs, probably a little better, probably a little better defense. Little more mobile, earn, and a coach that will go down the field, and we have to confront that. And I'm going to tell you something from what I've seen so far a difficult time. And, and going back to a coach that believes that his quarterback is an accurate passer and that everybody else does not know what they're talking about because they don't see it. He sees it how accurate he is. My question would have been that one time well, what about it when he pitched it six yards out of bounds yeah. on a fly pattern? What about that one, Coach? Well, there are a lot of them. Hey, a Tuesday on WGN TV News at nine, you got a lot to pick from Ob. He was uh, today was rough, I thought, too. and even the ones that were completed were behind. Mark, Always is that behind. a surprise? Right. Is that a surprise? No, no, no. Yeah, but hey, look, they, they won. It's it's not who you know in the NFL. It's week to week. You got to win, and winning ugly is still better than sure, losing. right? Sure, getting crushed. And and the Lions lost their three and four. The, uh, the Packers have a very tough game against the Rams today, and the Vikings have a very tough game against the Saints. So the Bears very well could be in first place by the end of the day. Tuesday on WGN TV News at nine in twenty sixteen, Russian hackers targeted the Illinois Board of Elections. How secure is next week's election? Joe Donlin reports Tuesday on WGN TV News at nine. It's three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. If you want to jump on in here, Bears a winner. They're four and three as they knock off. The New York Jets, 24 to 10 at 720 WGN. Second and 10 coming up for Chicago.
Touchdown indeed. That one got the Bears on the board. 70 yards. Tariq Cohn. Let's do the Marconi play we relish, which is brought to you by Marconi Jardinera. You can put it on everything relish all your meals because Marconi makes it better. Hample, you want to stay with that one? For oh, your... yeah. And, you know, not only that, but the kid, I mean, hey, look. What he did at the end, well, you know, touching that ball on the punt return. I don't know what he's thinking. He, he's got to get. He, he's got to get away from it. And you know that that's almost, you know, an unforced error that is inexcusable. But he had five rushes, forty yards. The guy was very valuable in the offensive uh, juggernaut of uh, the Bears today. And our quarterback read the blitz, stayed compo- stayed composed. Let them come at him and dump it off to Cohen. So he did a nice job of reading that blitz. And OB's favorite guy is the offensive line. We're downfield with. Well, that's the that's <laughs> the, the, fun, the funniest part was is literally um, the two guys were standing right next to him when he caught it five yards down the yeah. field. Now, last time I checked, that's beyond the line of scrimmage. But yeah, well, Bears have caught breaks, and that it hey, worked well. Let me tell you, it worked if well. this is Chicago, Best wasn't play. it? Yes. Okay. Yes. You need to go any further home. than that. We we were at home. I forgot. But I tell you what, just to go back, and and, and again, I thought the Bears' offensive line, boy, were they in tune today? I'm telling you, they pushed that New York Jets defensive line. Anywhere, any way they wanted, and that gave Howard a lot of. As a matter of fact, most of the time when he ran to his right, the lane was from the center all the way out to the end. I mean, you could have drove a Mack truck through there. But again, kudos to the offensive line. Kudos to the Bears for winning a game that they should have won, and now they go to Buffalo. And take on Buffalo next week. Let's try to stack some wins. And by the way, uh, guess what? Buffalo's got New England tomorrow night, so they're gonna they're gonna be a little bit roughed up by the time we get there. Short week, and uh, yeah, uh, it's more on the offensive line. Eric Cush uh, was out today with the neck, so it was a first start at left guard for James Daniels, who may be the Bears' center down the line. But uh, you, Hamp, you kept on talking about what you you're seeing from Daniels. I like liked it. it. You know, you kept, come on, we're a better line, and you know, a lot of people go, "Well, the running game hadn't really worked." Well, guess what? Trey Burton. Is is not an inline blocker. He doesn't move people. He's only 228, 30 pounds, something like that. And then Cush struggles moving people. He's just not physically that big. But this kid, James Daniels, has got a great low end on him. And, I mean, he can move people. He, yes, he can. Eventually, I hope he's on uh, the, the snap the of the ball. Right, right. But for now, for whatever reason, they want to leave him you know, at a, at a guard position. That'll only pay dividends down the road when we need to run in the winter. You know what? I, I, the thing that I don't understand, I really don't, we have five, five tight ends on this football team. That's because Kansas City Five. has a bunch of tight ends, right? So Five uh, tight ends. Yeah, Nagy doesn't one know how to, to do it look like way. he's doing nothing. The other one to look like almost he's doing something. One that can run block. One that can catch a pass. And the other one to wave to the fans, I guess. Get them fired up. tight ends on a team. I never heard of that. Have you? Well, the, well the New England Patriots did, and that's why James Hightower ran over Brunecker last week to block the punt. Right, you know, right. evidently they uh, they have worth and value in the special teams, but as far as inline blocking, we we still miss uh, Shaheen. Brownicker also left the game with a concussion, so uh, we were down to four at one point there. Just for the record, it's just did not make it to me. Call me the hospital. And Burton is Burton is a you know he's a nice route running tight end, and he, he really have, works the middle. Well. Hey guys, come on here. We couldn't have two guys. Max, maybe three tight ends. Yeah, I mean, yeah, tell me most rosters we could only use do another offensive line, another running back. 
another linebacker, another defensive back, cornerback, safety. Yep. Come on. All right. Uh, we're, we're, I think we signed three uh, wideouts to big money deals this offseason. Well, let's get to the phones and see what the fans got on their minds. 312-981-7200. We'll get to the calls right after the uh, 3.30 news. But right now, more than ever, we need to turn to someone we can trust especially when it involves protecting our family. Jeff Vukovic knows he knows insurance. He knows you. Check out jeffvuk.com because Nationwide is on your hey, side. Hey, Mark, before we go, yeah, uh, Jeff Vukovic called me earlier in this week, and he just wanted to tell me that uh, one of the uh, football uh, gurus in the draft said that the quarterback in college that was up to ready for the draft that had the most upside, take a wild guess who he said, I believe Mahomes. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes a year ago. In yeah. fact, Patrick Mahomes. He said he had the biggest upside. Now, Dan, how many? Oh, we, yeah, we got to go to a break. There's an interesting piece that was published today by Pro Football Talk. Uh, Mike Florio, guy who's pretty dialed in. Interesting, interesting words on how the Chiefs were looking at Mahomes and what was going on in that draft, and how other other teams. Most I mean, of the teams identified him as the once in a twenty year quarterback. I prospect. said it till I was once blue in, in the a twenty face. year. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk. We'll touch on that. We'll, we'll touch on that coming on back here. Seven twenty WGN. Hampo B and Cos three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred with you till four thirty. Blackhawks hockey coming up as well. To the Hampton OB Show with Kaz, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720WGN. Bears win, Bears win. Four and three now, and you know what? The, look, Packers are playing now. Minnesota has a tough game tonight against New Orleans, and they could be in first place again in the Detroit NFC. Detroit got beat? Yeah, NFC North. Rematch of the NFC Championship game last year, Stefan Diggs running it in. When nobody thought that the uh, Vikings were getting well, through that game, did right? Did you see that? I saw this today in the in the morning, and the way that defensive back tried to attack him on the play, he he turned his he shoulder and he cringed and he took out the guy that could have cottoned the uh, the wide out. I mean, it was you you couldn't have scripted any better. You know, that was a lot of luck involved. Some in people that. aren't made to play pro football. Yeah, there's clearly was that that defensive back shouldn't have been playing. The let's do the Muller game-changing moment. It's sponsored by the Muller family of dealerships in Hoffman Estates, Gurney, Highland Park, and Merrillville. I think it's when uh, the Jets score, right? Cause and cut it 17-10. What happens? Well, our offense goes on an eight-play 79-yard drive to go ahead and give us a little comfort with a 14-point margin and uh, score a touchdown. And that was really when our quarterback was at his most accurate on that drive. I mean, he hit a couple of balls over the middle that were nicely thrown passes. So it looked like he got comfortable. He had a back shoulder throw to Anthony Miller in the end zone. Yeah, I don't know if that was really a back shoulder throw as much as I think it was just a bad throw that the receiver adjusted to. Yeah, I, I do, but that's me personally, but it doesn't matter. I mean, we could, you know... It was a touchdown, so it really doesn't matter, I but guess is what I'm saying. You see Aaron Rodgers do this all the time. When he sees the defensive backs got his back to him, yeah, he throws, he it. throws it somewhere where the receiver can see it. Right. And the receiver, Anthony Miller, I'm telling you, he made Anthony a great Miller adjustment. made a great adjustment on it. And, and he, caught the ball. He's going to be a great player for the next decade. Anthony. And that's Yeah, that's one of those draft picks that we, you know, the, the contrast from pace. One really good one, and then one horrible. He just goes back and forth. He's a number he two that is... Five times the player, the number one, Kevin White is. Yeah. He, he was targeted seven times today, Anthony Miller. He caught three balls. And, and it's been going on all season. Where there's like It's like Trubisky's almost allergic to him how often he's been open he's overthrown him. 
I mean, that's that is, Again, that's been a theme. See, and, and and folks, that's that's what we're saying. Look, we're, we're not we're not carping about him not connecting on the forty yard passes. Okay, I mean, those are twenty five percent. We're talking about little wheel routes in the flat. He's got to throw them perfect ten out of ten times, and he throws it about three out of ten times perfect. You can't, cause. You know, if you want to have a finely tuned machine offense, he can't miss those. No, those are the those are the no brainers. Those are what make you a pro quarterback when you can hit those passes. But I got one other thing, Josh Bellamy. We rode him hard last year because he would jump, and he really struggled catching the football. He has I don't know what he did. But the kid has worked hard, clearly, because he's catching the ball much better than I have ever seen this kid catch the ball. And he's running good routes now, too. So he looks 100% better. What do you got, Ed? Well, but here, this to me is very simple. This is the eighth week. We're halfway through the season already. And what I see when I said talk to Mark last week, we are a dink and dunk offense with slash trick plays in there. Every now and then we'll get the trickies. Had one today. But we're dink and dunk. We are not going to be a Green Bay Packer, uh, a New England team. You're not going to be a team. You see the ball, all these balls throwing 40, 50, 30 yards, 60 yards down the field. That's not us. We're a dink and dunk. Now, we got Buffalo next week. That'll be a win. So I think we'll be at 5-3. and three. Now we're approaching maybe the playoffs. But, guys, we're not all of a sudden going to abandon the dink and dunk slash trick offense to go wide open. Not with Mitch Trubisky. Not with his arm. There's not a chance. So the only way that we can do it is if we can get this dink and dunk and whoever we're playing go at their weaknesses with the dink and dunk offense. Folks, you think I'm kidding? Just watch game every way for the last eight games. Last eight weeks going out this season, you watch and see how many times we attack downfield. We're going to do the same damn thing, and that's the only way I see it that we can win a game. If we go wide open like Green Bay or the rest of them, we're lost. Well, let's talk about the Bears' defense, though, along the lines. I mean, you didn't have Khalil Mack today. K-Mix was all over the place. I mean, can the Bears win in your guys' mind with that offense, with this defense? Yes. You do think so? I'm going to tell you what. We could have won last year. The year before, the year before. We've had good Today, defense. the way it's yeah. set up, it's an offense game. If you've got a defense that can actually stop people every now and then on third down and from converting, you can win a Super Bowl. Look at New England. You think they went in there with the greatest defenses on planet Earth? No, they didn't. Right, but for the Bears, they're going to need well, a top-five defense. Dude, I'm wondering if you guys are seeing no a top-five defense. It. Okay, but, but here's one thing that I want to just add on to what OB said. The, the the offensive system that that obviously Matt Nagy has chosen to go down this path. How much better will it be if we have better, more accurate throws in the dink and dunk? Well, you have to be accurate. To Half be, of them are yeah, yeah. uncatchable, and they're behind the receiver exactly. most of the time. Yep. And so, <clears throat> and the defense, as far as just as Ob said, New England was twenty seventh in the league last year going into the Super Bowl, but they were top ten in points allowed. So we can give up yards, but we just got to be able to That's score it. and then put people in a hole and then hopefully be able to rush you them. you got to have an offense today that you attack downfield, you attack from all angles. Folks, there's no other way it can be done. Patrick Mahomes, I know we're 
kicking a dead horse here, but he had four more touchdown passes today. Chiefs were a winner. Uh, four more. Yeah, he's got 26 on the year. So there was a piece in Pro Football Talk that we alluded to before the break uh, that Mike Florio, who's highly respected, very credible, put out this morning. And it's talking about the, the headline was, for the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes over Deshaun Watson was a no-brainer. And so I click on it thinking, well, what are they going to say about Trubisky, who was picked before both of them? But he's barely even mentioned in it. And so Florio writes... Why it, do you think so? Well, what, why? Well, well, let him finish with the... No, okay, but I, I, I want to be, go back to why. Because, because I think anybody who would line up the three, wouldn't even they, they wouldn't even put him in the team photo. Right, yeah. He wouldn't have been there except for our general manager who moved up thinking Kansas City and New Orleans was interested in him. That's that's the part that I think Dan Mark, was getting at, right? That. That, Flor- this is interesting, folks. Flor- Florio writes, input received from multiple sources makes it clear that pre-draft work led to the inescapable conclusion that Mahomes was the far better prospect. He's talking about versus Watson. As one source puts it, Mahomes was viewed as a once-in-20-years prospect. The most obvious difference, uh, Florida writes here, between Mahomes and Watson, as another source put it, came from Mahomes' accuracy on deep throws and overall arm velocity demonstrated by Mahomes. Another big factor was Mahomes' ability to make so-called funny body throws, which we've seen a ton this year. He's making he's completing right. passes with his right. left hand, finding a way to deliver the ball with the desired oomph and accuracy when on the run or otherwise not able to use his legs or core to generate force on the throw. Uh, the knock on what that's and they write that's not a knock on Watson. He was regarded as a fantastic skill, fantastic kid with a good skill set and a good college game from. So they liked Watson. Like you, it, 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 well, it they was, were one and two, right? It was one and two, which what makes it even worse. Mentioned in this article. So so then okay, if we if we fast forward all the way down. He writes, it's unclear why none of the quarterback needy teams in picking in the first nine that year, of course that was the Bears, came to the same conclusion. Or why the media never caught on to the perception that Mahomes was regarded by multiple coaches who know a thing or two about quarterbacks as the best player in the draft. Uh, the West Coast Cobble was all over Mahomes. Men like Chiefs coach Andy Reid, Saints coach Sean Payton, who probably would have drafted Mahomes and, and ended up trading Drew Brees, but they went 11th and he went 10th. Packers coach Mike McCarthy also knows a couple things about quarterbacks. Yeah, so it tells you that. And, oh, by the way, the guy from Kansas City that earmarked him, the, yeah, the young guy, right. young, he's now the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs. You think he didn't get promoted because he figured out that this was the best quarterback. And then, you know, <laughs> you, you want to flip it to the other side and take a look at what we got. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move along. Mike in Rockford, thanks for being patient. Welcome to the show. Go ahead. Uh, you guys aren't going to want to have me on because I'm not going to say anything nice about Mitch Trubisky. Uh, listen, I played. I, I respect all of you guys. You all play professional football. I played high school football, and then I played one year of a junior college, a college at DuPage. Uh, and I, I got to tell you, uh, I, I'm, I, I don't obviously have the uh, talent to judge talent like you guys probably do, but I can tell you right now, and I was playing football since I was seven years old, I can tell you if you can't hit an open receiver, and I don't give a crap if there's 60-mile-an-hour wind gusts out there, okay? Yep. This guy, I'm watching him roll out of the pocket. There's... A receiver wide open, a receiver's got his, his uh, defenseman beat by about at least four or five yard strides. And Trubisky throws 10 yards over the receiver's head. There's no excuse. Yep. And yep. this is every single week. Every single week. It's not just every once in a while. And to me, guys, where the hell is the talent? Where's the talent? How do you judge 
I, he threads a needle in there once in a while and he'll make some really, really great throw. But eighty percent of the other throws are terrible. That, All right, we, we got it, Mike. Let's let's respond. No, no, hold on, Mike. Yeah. I just oh. want to tell you something, Mike. Right. You're wrong, and your thoughts. You know why? Because Nagy said you're wrong. We're wrong. Everybody's wrong. <laughs> he is right on the button. I'm telling you, it's the God's truth. That's what he said. And every you guys can't see like what you don't see it. He says, but I see it. He's as accurate on every throw. So, Mike, I'm sorry to say, Cardi and Nagy, you're wrong. But so you know, we've been, you know, you weren't in uh, um, bad company. This show has been pounding on exactly what you just said for week one. Well, that you, his accuracy was way off, and Ed said from the beginning, from last year Ed, Ed this said, year. Ed said, look, at this point in your career, and, and you've made it to the pros, you either have the ability to hit the open receiver or you don't. And, and you know, you can have games where you could get hot and hit the open receivers, but uh, yeah. you're you going to have, have far more worse games where you're going to miss. Or you, right? you can have a drive where you do actually make some accurate throws like he did right, right. in the third quarter, and the offense kind of you know clicks. But you know what? We've seen this a long time coming. Thank you for your call, Mike. Yeah. And Mike and everybody, and I've said it so many times, I don't give a damn. i got to keep saying it. <laughs> you cannot coach accuracy. If this kid doesn't have it by now in this league, sorry. It's gonna, well, he's going to be a, a Bortle. Look at what he's done now this year. I mean, he's he's basically benched now from yeah. uh, Jacksonville because he, he was cold and hot, cold and hot. But remember that's... when he had that big winding swing? You look yeah. at that well, guy's throwing motion. But he get... sabotaged uh, an AFC yeah. championship contender. But he, uh, Trubisky will be more effective than Blake Boros for the sheer fact that he can run. He yes, it, it, yes, it, it, he, absolutely. It, it, it bails him out all the time. Yeah, but you know what? How long is that going to you know uh, pay the bull? Very dog? long. Yeah. You're, it, we're, hey, folks, I'm just telling you. Everybody goes, woo, woo, he can run. OB went through it. That's why you pay running backs to carry the football. When you see a quarterback run more than two or three times a game, I'm going to show you a quarterback that's going to show up on the injured report pretty quick. Packers that's why scored, you pay six guys up front to block so the guy that gets the ball can run with it. Three Packers one. just score. I just thought to point that out. That's shocking to me, you know, that they're up 7 nothing. Took the first drive right down the field. First time Over the, pa- the Los Angeles Rams. Rams is what on the saying. road. The yeah. last undefeated team. For the first time, the Rams and the Packers are playing in the Coliseum out in L.A. since 1978. And uh, L.A. was a nine-point favorite coming into the, the Gamblers. The, the, maybe the Sharp guys, they bet it down to 7.5. So people like Green Bay today. We'll see. They do you know what's amazing about that? Somebody forgot to tell Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or maybe they Somebody did, and it made up a and Forgot right. to mention it to him. It'll, it'll, it'll take a hell of, a, uh, of an effort by him today. All right, quick timeout. Bears a winner. Adam Ho coming up after four o'clock. Seven twenty. WGN. Great call, Mike. This is the Hamp and OB Show with Kaz, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on seven twenty WGN. Bears twenty four. The Jets ten. The Bears are four and three. Could be in first place uh, in the North by the end of the day. We'll see. Right now, the Packers are leading the Rams seven nothing, and they're putting it on the Rams right now. But I'm gonna tell Plenty you what, of football they're, left. They're, uh, the Bears will be in the hunt. They will beat the Bills. 
I mean, that's impossible. The next three weeks, huh? The next three weeks after that will kind of set the de- or determine who they're going to be, though, because they've got Detroit, Minnesota, Detroit. You know, what, but you're right. Whatever be- they do, they got to hone in. Got to get whatever the dink and dunk. Got to refine it and get it down because nothing else works. Right. We don't have the people to make it work. Bears win four and three from the uh, text line from the three to give them some credit. Talk about Floyd. He's the problem, not the quarterback. It's uh, a lot of text here. Wanting to support Mitchell Trubisky. And uh, Leonard Floyd uh, is, is not going to be the defensive star of the game, which is brought to you by your Chicago Land and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. You know what those people are calling and they love them and they're good? That's fine. That's their opinion. That's good. I'm not going to argue with that. If they think well, he's a great quarterback and whatever have you, to lead us to the Super Bowl, that's fine. But the defense was, you know, they will. I will say the no show. Our number one draft pick uh, was a no show again on defense. What, what, so what are we seeing from Leonard Floyd out of the side? Nothing, of the- nothing, zero. And, and, and he had a chance to show it today, guys. He was the focal point. He had it. They turned him loose every down. No excuses. Are we yep. go. We go in the same. Akeem Hicks for your defensive star of the game. He's all yep. over the field. Well, yeah. and, and you know what? It's not so much the the stat sheet. He's just a force on the line of scrimmage, and you got to have people like that. And he's tough. I mean, he will push people down. You know, he he physically pounds people up front, so he slows down the offensive line. I'll tell you what, that guy is a force to be reckoned with. You know what? I know he's very happy. You know why? Because we're into the fall. We're coming into winter. He's going to be able to rush and fill refresh. By the time the third quarter comes around, he's <laughs> stepping on his tongue. Yeah, well, Eddie Jackson needs to kind of straighten up. He yeah. has been bad in October. Oh, yes, today's, penalty, today's penalty was inexcusable. Yeah. It's kind of, it's surprising that he's gone the other way, too. I, I just thought that Eddie Jackson was well, going to completely take off. People start believing what they're saying about him, and he start believing what they're re- you know what in the papers. He's starting to believe that. Uh-uh. No, no. Yeah, that that uh, one guy exhaling today, Eddie Jackson, uh, with the with the rough penalty that cost. Well, the Bears, that but. was just a dumb penalty. It was third nineteen. Know the situation. It was a two yard out route. Even if the guy catches it, you're going to tackle him. Right. He clearly dropped it. Just stop. Who cares? Don't that's, be stupid. Right. That's just not smart football. Let's get Wayne in Lafayette, Indiana, on the program. Welcome to seven twenty WGN. Go ahead, Wayne. Hey guys, how's it going? Ob Hamp. Um, cause some of my all-time faves, man. Just wish Big Doug was there with you guys. He would be having a blast with this team right now. Thank God that the curse of Emery and, and Tressman is finally off of our team. And uh, just like to know if you guys uh, think like I do, I think um, Kyle Long should have been sitting out when he got hurt. I think he should have been. The game was out, uh, 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 under control. I think people like Kyle Long. With a little bit of an injury history, should be uh, taking it easy for a while when when games like this are going. What do you think of that, guys? Interesting, Wayne. Thanks for the call. Go ahead, guys. I don't think so. Hey, hey, look. You're you know, paid to play. It was a play or two away from the game completely changing in the in the second half. Okay, we we won by a comfortable margin. But let me tell you something, Ob. You're talking about this dinking on off a dunking offense. They're not they're not clicking on all cylinders and you're not gonna get it clicking if everybody starts saying, Well, we'll take this guy out, we'll take that guy out. We're already missing, you know, Robinson, our tight end, our best blocker, Shaheen. Uh, I mean, we're missing some pieces. It's all hands on deck. And the left guard Cush, who I think, you know, should be you know, supplanted by James Daniels. So these guys, the more they play together, remember, they didn't play in the preseason. Let them play. 
looks like a serious injury with Long. After the game, Matt Nagy uh, said it was a foot injury. He didn't think it was re-injuring his ankle. Uh, I thought it was an ankle. Some people thought it was a knee. Whatever it was, he had to be carted up. He got field. rolled up. It yeah. happens. I mean, you can't change that. I mean, it could happen on the first play or the last. Yeah, I mean, it, unfortunately, look, you're you're paid to be out there and play, and Kyle Long wouldn't want to be sitting on the bench. I mean, ask the kid. He would have said, hey, it's football. You know, right. Yeah, you He's have a, a history of getting injured, but that's because he wants to be out there and play. I tell you what, he, the the kid's a, a a damn good football player. They got him at the right position at right guard. They tried him at tackle, he couldn't do it. He's got him at the right position. He's about as good as anybody in the league. And I'll tell you again today, him moving people off the line that was terrific. So uh, I hate to see the guy. Uh, I hope it's not something serious. Yeah, well, it looks like it is, but we'll we'll find out more obviously later in the week. All right, four o'clock hour. Adam Hogue will start it with us. Only with you till four thirty today because of Blackhawk hockey. Bears a winner, twenty four ten over the New York Jets, seven twenty WGN. Look at this open. Rush of the day for either side. Second and goal. Twenty-two carries, eighty-one yards, a touchdown for a man who needed one. Jordan Howard with uh, well, he did get one uh, last week against New England. It's it's uh, number three. On the year, it's Hamp, OB, and Kaz with you till the bottom of the hour. The injury reports brought to you by the Mancini Law Group, Kaz's favorite law group. Uh, one law from one promise, maximum justice, maximum results. Adam Hogue out at Soldier Field. Uh, Kyle Long rolled up. That was ugly, Adam. It was just uh, kind of painful just to see the look on his face, knowing that he's probably got some rehab in front of him yet again. Uh, and this is a guy who's uh, been there many, many times, too many times. What, what do you know about Kyle Long? Yeah, so um, unfortunately, it, it certainly did look like a, kind of a serious injury. I will say if there's any bit of good news, it's that sometimes when these you get season-enders, right, they'll come out and pretty much say it right away after the game. That was not the case. Matt Nagy called it a foot. I asked for clarification to make sure it's not that same ankle uh, that he's been dealing with the last couple of years, and he said he didn't think so. He thinks it's a foot. So they'll do some more testing. So I don't, I don't know that we can sit here for sure right now and say that Kyle Long's out for the year or anything like that. There might be some good news on the horizon, but uh, certainly I wouldn't expect him to be back by next week or anything. So in the meantime, the Bears got to figure things out on their offensive line. Let's. Uh, what did Mitchell Trubisky have to say for himself afterwards in his uh, his Mike Ditka outfit that uh, Hamp's been loving? Yeah, he even had the shades on when he first walked up there. I wanted him to keep them on the whole time, but he took them off. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, Mitch, I think, uh, was it's one of those games where I think you're just kind of pleased to come out with the victory. It certainly wasn't pretty. His game overall wasn't pretty. He missed many throws in the first half. Thought he was a little bit more on point in the second half. Uh, didn't make any excuses. It was certainly windy out there today, but he didn't want to talk about that as an excuse or anything like that. So I think, you know, I, I continue to at least be impressed with for instance, the touchdown to Anthony Miller, he's reading defenses correctly. They knew on the screen they were going to get a zero blitz. On the, uh, the touchdown to Miller, he changed Miller's uh, route at the line of scrimmage. He told us that after the game and then threw it kind of back shoulder where only he could get it. So uh, I think an, another game where it's a mixed bag, uh, plenty of missed throws, but still overall, uh, you know, he's quarterbacking the Bears better than most quarterbacks have <laughs> quarterbacked the Bears in the past. And that's what you're going to get with him. 
I mean, I, I don't know that it'll ever improve, but he'll give you that week in and week out where he'll have some of these good throws. What, what was the deal with Khalil Mack, uh, Adam? Uh, any, any conversation about that after the game? Yeah, um, they, the decision wasn't made until this morning before the game. Uh, I will say he was out there pregame kind of running around. He was actually running routes at one point and catching the football and throwing it 50 yards downfield. Uh, he doesn't look like a guy who's really, really hurt. I think the Bears made a calculated decision that paid off today, uh, knowing that they're going up against the Jets offense that really wasn't that good to begin with and had plenty of injuries of their own. And they felt comfortable they could stop the run, which they did. And so you beat a bad football team today without Khalil Mack, and he gets a week of rest. I think it was a smart move, and it paid off. Uh, by the way, uh, you know, amidst all this uh, bluster uh, about the game today, what about uh, a guy named Cody Parkey missing another chip shot field goal? What's going on with this guy? Yeah, uh, the, you know, the Bears kicking woes continue. Uh, Robbie Gold has missed three field goals total since he left the Bears, or since the Bears got rid of him. And Cody Parkey already has three misses this season. It's been a problem. Uh, I, you can't blame the wind. It was uh, still a kick you should have made. I was a little surprised Matt Nagy didn't go for it, given the wind situation here today. Um, but it's it's something that continues to bear watching. Well, Adam, the, 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 bobble- the, the New York kicker had the same kick in the same spot and made it. Well, I, you know? I mean, literally, I like four minutes later, that's what made it almost, you know, and by the way, if mind-numbing. They, if they start all this nonsense about inclement weather, I'm looking out the window, there's a bunch of people riding around on boats out here in the river. <laughs> So don't you know? Save it. I, I I'm no. just saying, guys. Look, OB has beat it, you know, on the desk all year. This is a dink and dunk offense. You cannot afford to have a bum kicker. Unfortunately, we got a bum kicker. And you got a, a kicker that you paid a four year contract and a lot of money for a kicker. Fifteen million four so, years. Wow. Not wow. guaranteed. They, they, you know what's crazy about that though, Adam? Every time you want to compliment. Uh, Ryan Pace, you then scratch your head and go, what are you thinking? So, I mean, you see the one move, you know, Miller, I think he, barring an injury, this kid's going to be probably one of the best draft picks, you know, I that agree. they got this year. Besides that, the, the guard or the center that's playing guard right now from Iowa. But, you know, but then you have all these other ones where you just go, what are you thinking about? How, how do you make that mistake? How do you get a Glennon and give him $20 million and then <laughs> exactly. move up to get the uh, other guy? Yeah, and I think right now uh, the the Glennon signing and the decision to get rid of Robbie Gold are probably his two biggest blunders. Um, fortunately, you had a, another quarterback to take over, and you know you just said sayonara to Glennon. But the kicking thing, they can't figure out. So um, how about his, else, how about his he, first round draft picks? We can are those fair to, to oh, yeah. approach? Kevin White, uh, Leonard, I I didn't play today. Floyd and well, I was uh, on the field, but I didn't really play. That, you know, our, 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 our thrower that's not a very good thrower. Yeah, Leonard Floyd continues. Here's the deal with Leonard Floyd. He's, he's obviously not a first-round pick. You know, should, he shouldn't have been a first-round pick. I don't think he's a full-blown bust because he still – he doesn't kill you on the field. He's just right. not doing enough. And he's making tackles against the run. He's still got speed to cover to the sideline when he needs to. And I'm talking about running and making a tackle, not covering a guy like James White, which he obviously couldn't do last week. Uh, but he's not a he's not a first round pick, and that looks like a mistake right now. Adam, I, I, I beg to differ with you, and, and please, I, I but I want to, well, he was drafted 
to be a pass rusher. Do you remember that? Everybody oh, yeah. thought this kid, college, was it. He's the guy. Bears, coaches, scouts, everybody. Moved he's up the to guy. get him, too. And, and all you have to do is watch him from year to year, game to game, and the one thing that he's proven he is, he's not a pass rusher. Now, I don't want to give a guy millions of dollars and draft him, number one or number two, to rush the passer, and he never gets there. So he might look good in pass coverage. He might look good in trailing or trying to catch a guy running a football. That's not why I drafted him. That's what, why I'm giving him all these millions. Therefore, the kid has not been a plus. He's been more of a minus than a plus. Number one, why again? Because he can't rush the passer. It's right in front of you. You know, Georgia had another kid come out this year, and I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. I want to say it was like Lorenzo Carter or something like that. Uh, almost the exact same mold of Leonard Floyd. And I think Leonard Floyd's early part of his career actually hurt this other kid's draft status this year because teams were afraid to take him. And I don't think he ended up going into, like, the third round. And I haven't really heard his name since. So, um, you know, maybe at least teams learn from what is looking like a the mistake right mistakes, now from Ryan yeah. Pace. Right, yeah. right, right. He was taken 59 overall by the New York Giants. So that's a solid okay, round. That's second round, actually. All right. right. But that's not number nine overall. Yeah, right. Or a move up to get to the number nine spot to get him, yeah, too. Right. Uh, final takeaways, 24-10. Bears are 4-3. and three. Could be in first place by the end of the day here. Let's, 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 uh, let's throw some sunshine on this. Well, look, you took care of business, and and sometimes in the past we haven't been able to say that. And I'll admit, a part of me today was worried that they wouldn't come here and take care of business against a team they should beat. Same thing next week in Buffalo. You have to win that one. Detroit lost to Seattle today. That should be a definite win at home. So um, it doesn't always have to be pretty, but you have to get these wins, and at least the Bears did that today. Yeah, that you win in ugly is still winning ugly. Uh, that's what I'll say all day long. Adam, great so, stuff. Thank as, you, Adam. as always, brother. Thanks, Adam. All right, thanks, guys. This is the Hampton OB Show with Cause, sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Bears a winner, 24-10. to 10. Beat the New York Jets, 4-3. Big crowd at Soldier Field. Who brought it today? Sponsored by the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Card of Illinois. You know what to bring. Who brought it, Ham? What about the J-Train? Jordan Howard. Finally, he breaks loose. Uh, 22 carries, 81 yards, and a tutty. And more importantly, late in the game, he gave us a physicality that we need. We really haven't showed this year. And you know what? Guess what? We need to show that against Minnesota, Detroit, and all these these numbskulls we're going to have to be seeing I'll in a couple I'll tell you what Howard should do tonight is take the offensive line out for dinner. And by the way, pick up the check. Well, he did, though. He, you listen, though. The nice thing with him is when they give him enough blockers, he moves the pile forward. They I sure mean, as hell moved you know. them today. Right. That offensive line was terrific. Listen to alligator arms talking about picking up chicks. <laughs> All right, let's get to the... <laughs> Hey, Ed, you know, Ed would grab it. He just can't get to his wallet. That's Excuse all. Excuse me. Stop the show right there. How dare you? How dare you? Well, Ed, just explain to him. Sometimes you have those long pockets, and it's just hard to get all the way down in there. Uh, no, not my arms. They've always been there. No, this guy is the most generous I know. I know person is. on the I planet. The, uh, our best call in our final segment here Excuse is going to get it $50. My, my ex-friend. Dan Hampton, (laughs) 
Our best caller in our final segment is going to get a $50 gift card to Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Banquets, family-owned and located at 144th and Pulaski in Midlothian. Great food. Yeah, uh, it's the home of Chicago's best meatballs. OB, you're our caller raider, so you just let me know when you want to give it away. We are going to start with Bob in Aurora. What's up, Bob? Welcome to WGN. Thank you. You guys remind me why I'm proud to be a Bear fan. Thank you. One thing, Maggie, he brings into town this offense. He's got Trubisky. They plan it together. Now, is it the fault of the planning or the execution? We're not getting any better. And this is not a, not a playoff team. And one last thing, Nagy, every football field in the NFL is laid out north to south. <laughs> and you'll find the end zone in the north side and the south side, not the east and not the west. Obi couldn't be more correct uh, in his assessment. I love you guys. I'd like to shout more. But I'll let you go. You did a good job, Bob. Bob. You're getting to get the buttering, $50. Uh, buttering up OB is not really yeah, the way no, to do but, No, no, but I'm giving it to Bob. I love the All call because right, he said exactly what Ed has been saying for the last five, uh, eight weeks now. He is. Right? He's I spot on. <laughs> yes, he is. You brought a smile to, uh, to OB's face there, Bob. Congrats on the Bartolini's. But that doesn't mean we still... Can't bring the A game on the call. Thanks, thanks for bringing the history. Uh, hey, Tom, you're on the air, bud. Oh, hi, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, first time caller, and uh, thanks for all the history you guys represent with the Bears. I, I really respect you guys. Uh, I didn't watch it. I only saw bits and pieces of the game today, but listening to you guys, I, I'm, I hope I'm wrong about this, but with uh, when it comes to Trubisky, initially I thought maybe, well, he needed some time to shake off the stink from last year's coaching staff. But I'm starting to realize more and more, even by, not just by his style of play, but his mannerisms, there's a robotic tone to the, the cadence, automated like a robotic voice pattern. I'm starting to see a, a, a slightly glorified Tim Tebow with him. Wow. And that's, that's my, yeah. my honest perspective. And I, and I hope I'm wrong, but, you know, this might be the best embarrassment hope for, and maybe it can work around those limitations, but that's just what I feel. All right, Tom, appreciate it. We're up against the clock. You ready? Glorified Tim Tebow is about as worst I've heard. Now, I don't know if I'd go that far, but you know what? There, there's a lot. There's a lot about the kid that you like and you want to pull for. I'm just saying, Ob has said it countless times. You can't teach accuracy. You got to be accurate. You got to know where the ball's going to end up. This kid doesn't have a clue. Let's do one more call. Maurice in Avalon Park. What's up, Maurice? Uh, hey. Uh, hello, gentlemen. The Bears should be 7-0 and at this point. They could be. You're right. They could yep. be. Yeah, they should where be. Has, where has Jordan Howard been used? Except for tonight. Mm. He hasn't been. That's, that is what I was saying from week one, and everybody yelled at me. I said, hey, look, he's such a talented guy. You, he's there's a big value for him if you're going in this dink and dunk direction it, offense it, where you got the little fast scat back. But, you know, and guess what? It's going to get worse with this read option nonsense where they got uh, Trubisky running an option play. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if you can say that if they gave the ball more to Jordan Howard, they'd be seven to zero. Hey, but maybe, Maurice, no. But he's saying you got to run the ball, and this kid is a talented player. Maurice, get used to the dink and dunk slash trick. That's our offense. There's nowhere they can go. 
with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Period. Nationwide's on your side locally. That's our Jeff Vukovic. Vuk. Jeff personalizes your insurance needs. Been doing that for decades. Simply click to jeffvuk.com. Vuk is on your side. Blackhawks at Edmonton coming up. Thanks for listening. 720 WGN.